We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, the preview for the 2020 PGA season, breaking down each of the majors, maybe player of the year, some other stuff we want to get into, but I need to let you out there know, first of all, become a member of FantasyNational.com. If you are planning on betting on golf or playing DraftKings golf or Daily Fantasy golf throughout the course of the season, which I recommend that you do, you're going to want to be a member at FantasyNational.com, ownership projections, lineup chest generator, the most customizable stat database on the planet. You might want to figure that out. Also, if you want to get into a draw for 75 DK bucks, here's what you do. Smash, no, not even smash, subscribe. Smash the subscribe button to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and you tell people why they should be excited to subscribe to this show for the upcoming golf season. If you want to get into the draw for 20 DK bucks, smash the like button for the video. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me who you think is going to win the Masters in 2020. Jeff Feinberg is here. Love this show. It's one of your favorites. I got very little to say. About this show. So we're done? That'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. No, go ahead. I got very little to say in real life. Like, people would see this be like, what do you mean you don't like talking to people? I got nothing to say. But if someone wants to come up to me and talk about Harding Park 2020, I can go. 
Well, I hope you got it in here right now, because that's what we're actually talking about. That's my point. Let's give her. That's great news. Uh, we do have other golf shows coming out over the holiday season. I don't know what order these are going to air in, but there's three of them. There's this one, and we did a player preview draft with me, you, Raza, Ulrich, a computer-generated machine, and Rick Gaiman as well. So we talk about like 60 of the players on tour. We did a draft. It was a lot of fun. I like that show. I had a great time. I kind of left it phased, like liking my team, but everyone's like, if someone's going to lose to that computer, it's going to be you, Feinberg. Yeah, you have the best chance. You probably have the highest probability of winning with your team, but also the highest probability of losing. Listen, all you guys had strategy, and since I was at the back, I had to just abandon strategy and take the amazing players I was left with. So... I'm looking forward to that airing. I think we had a lot of fun recording it, and it was a fun way to just go through a consortium of players. True. So do you want to start with the majors, or do you want to start with player of the year? We could start with player of the year, I guess, or does that sort of culminate with the majors? Yeah, we'll do player, I, we'll do player of the year at the end. My problem with player of the year is I almost want to have us make two picks. The guy who's going to be the player of the year and the guy who wins the FedEx Cup who's going to get player of the year. Did Rory win or did Brooks win? Now I can't even remember. Rory won it, and it created this whole thing. Like, isn't... And how the tour talks out of both sides of their mouth. When we bash the setup, they're like, no, this is to determine the player of the year, the champion of the year. And then the other one is to determine... It's almost like... They have it both ways. Where yeah, but not really, though. I mean, the case for Rory was pretty strong. He I was agree. the best statistical player on tour. He won the players, he won the Canadian, and he won the FedEx Cup. And he's more likable, and it was a player's vote. Ah, that too. <laughs> um, I think yeah. he also finished top 10 at all the majors, yeah. except for missing the cut in Northern Ireland. And again, he didn't tell 80% of the field they have no chance. That's true. And those guys then have to go vote for him, if they choose to vote for him. But yes, as I like to put it, the guy who wins the Super Bowl isn't the MVP. True, but you can make the in golf. It's a bit different because it's I, just you playing. Obviously, but I feel like we're going to be in that same spot again, where someone's going to have, may you know, have some dominant wins. No, no, no. That, that's not even true, though. If Brooks had just won the Masters and the PGA Championship, he would have been Player of the Year. If he only just won one more major, if it would have been easy. Put it this way: if he had just not won the PGA Championship and he'd won the British, US, or the Masters, he probably would have been Player of the Year. I can I can buy that. I can buy that. And I wasn't one of these people crying for Brooks, uh, feeling he got robbed. I thought the right guy won the award. It was one of the two of them. Flip a coin. It seems like that's what they ended up doing. So Masters 2020. We're here talking Great. about the Masters. <laughs> Getting hot flashes. Uh, do you know where it's being held? Tell me. Uh, Augusta National. Have yeah. we been there before? I don't know if there's any course history or not. From that venue, the reigning champ, Tiger Woods. Amazing. We'll be back. I remember I had money. Amazing. I remember I had money. Do you remember who I had money on at the Masters? My big bet was. Xander? Dustin. Oh, yes, that's right. Dustin doesn't show up to, like, the final four holes, loses by a stroke or two. lips out on 17 with a putt that would have got him into the playoffs. And he also had a putt on 18. That wasn't very close, though. The one on 17 was super close. I was like, oh, it's happening. This is great. Okay, I guess off the bat, because um, you probably are staring at it, had, does he have depressed odds or no chance? It just doesn't happen. He has exactly the same odds as he did going into the tournament last year. The whole thing with Masters odds, if you want to bet them, there's no real point of betting them right now. 
unless you see someone that is egregiously priced. Like, who do you think the favorite is for the Masters? It's not Tiger Woods. Brooks or Rory? Well, which one is it? Rory. Because he's the one getting people love. Brooks is 8-1 to one to okay. win the Masters. Well, that's fair, because as Tim Anderson said, when, um, and it's not maybe fair to quote him as the audience as a truth speaker, uh, but when people were, when Brooks made those comments that he has no rivals and the internet got angry and then Rory went on to have like an amazing little run of golf and then it's like, you're right, Rory has no rivals. Tim reminded me, Rory has one rival and it's Augusta National. Yeah, well, he gets to what it is now, sixth shot at getting the Grand Slam, the career Grand Slam. Yeah, I, I know I, the first year we would have done a show would have been the first time I feel like it was possible for him. I think that was the year Spieth won, wasn't it? Or was that the year Spieth came second? Rory went into the final round and ended up shooting the 80. Yeah. That was his first time around. He's been close a couple times, though. Brooks, 8-1. to one, Rory, 10-1. to one, Same as Tiger. DJ, 12. Rom, 12. Rose, 16. Spieth and JT and Ricky, all 20. Justin Thomas at 20-1 to one is a nice number. It's a pretty, oh, pretty juicy man. number. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll cut right to it. Just like the year in a capsule, Pat. To me, Rory, Justin, and John Rahm are the only players that I care for more than Tiger Woods. That I would think will be better than Tiger Woods this year. The rest of the board going down. Fleetwood and Xander, 28-1. to 1. Bryson, your pick to win this year's Masters from last oh, year. Oh, shit. That's, no, from like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, you said he'd win the 2020 oh, Masters. Oh, yes, you're right. But now they, they don't even have his sizes right for the green jacket because he's too jacked. Oh, shit. Day, Hideki, Cantley, and Bryson are all 30. Molinari's 33. Casey, Finau, Bubba, Scott, 40. Phil, Kucher, Sergio, Reed, the former winners and Kucher range, along with Louie and Woodland and Willett are all 50 to 1. Leishman, Stenson, Webb, Lowry, Morikawa, Wallace, Champ, Cam Smith, Hawk. Matthew Fitzpatrick, they're 50 to 100. Then you have Hovland. Who's not in it. Hovland is not currently in so the Masters. So don't go like... Yeah, and that's a big thing that people don't realize, is that if you bet, Vic, let's say Victor Hovland's odds were for whatever reason available on the Monday before the Masters, yet he wasn't in the tournament, and you bet him and he didn't tee off, you would get your money back. If you make a future wager on Victor Hovland at this point, and he doesn't qualify yeah. for the Masters, you do not get your money back. I found this out the hard way like three years ago when Gary Woodland didn't qualify for the British Open. This is how you need to think about it. If you bet a team to win the Super Bowl and they don't make the Super Bowl, you don't get your money back. Right? But yes, if you make the bet the week of, on the week of odds, and they withdraw before they tee off or something, you will get your money back. Now, there might be a book out there that, that all these, they might be kind, but you got to be really careful. Um, and Hovland's a guy that's going to come up a lot in this show, Pat, and we've got some confidence in him, and he's got to qualify for some things that a lot of us have already put money on. And there is a better, if you want to take Hovland for a major that he is not qualified for, there are better paths to take him, put it that way. And we'll talk about yeah, it a little bit later the on. One, yeah, instead of the ultimate course history one. Yes. Where he will be the debutant. Yeah, he didn't play. It was Neiman who played as an amateur. Hovland didn't play last year. Did he? Did Hovland play last year? Yeah, he no. did. Yeah, Hovland played. Did he? Was it? Oh, yeah, of course. We had yeah. Orange in the cabin. Yeah. Oh, no. of course he played. He's the best. <laughs> Oh, we had orange in the cabin. Guys Wrong down. Wrong person. Guys down the list. Wolf is 125. So is Neiman. 
Uh, si Wu is 150. I believe this is his last appearance from his player's exemption. Corey Connors is 150. Charles, who has returned from injury and has been like, all right, again, he's 150 to one. Charles could win this again. I, the guy has great master's experience and a great track record. Other than that, you have like Justin Harding is 200 to one. Charles Howell is 150 to one. He probably won't even qualify. So guys, we don't really need to talk about of the favorites. That's the best part of the master's. Just the random dudes we don't need to talk about? I guess you shouldn't say that because we did win on one of them once. Yeah, but I mean, this year, the guys who are in the Willet range would be the Wolves or the Havels. Oh, you mean like, oh. Or Eddie Pepperell at 150. Hatton. Yeah, Hatton's 125. Rafa. Thorbjorn, take it out. I, out of all of these odds, I actually... Put think, it away, I I, I think that say. Justin Thomas has the best odds of all these guys. I, I totally agree with you. I am fully in on JT stock. There's only uh, John Rahm's stock. I have pretty equal. I have made a. I have some yeah, but bets already. If you could only bet one of these, JT guys. at twenty is better than Rahm, Rahm at twelve. 12. I, I um, the week the Jets played the Oakland Raiders and they were my super lock. I parlayed. I went hard on the Jets and I took a nibble of it and threw it on the Jets with Rom because he was just winning again winning another trophy and another $2 million check. And they still had it at 18. Uh, so I got that to like 38. Um, but he's cratered because people are like, everyone is gaga for him. Seems like people have forgotten. They thought he can't win anything. Well, that that will turn once he has like an implosion somewhere on like the West yes. Coast swing. They'll be like, oh my God, he can't win. And you know, I've been like from moment one, he's just such a bit, you have to... Not everybody is Jordan Spieth. Not everybody is Rory McIlroy. Not everybody is Russell Wilson. Some guys need to develop a little bit. There's a development curve that, um, I don't know, when I was younger that we would witness. And we wouldn't even give guys a hard time to a certain point. And people just wanted to give Rom a hard time and draw conclusions from moment one. From moment one. And then he went out there and he acknowledged, he's like, I'm 24 and I've, oh, I'm open about what's holding me back and I'm working to fix it. Yeah, it says, says the guy with like 16 wins before yeah, he's 20, and 25 years old. And that's all you need to hear to be like, this is the guy. He knows what the problem is and he's working on it. And everyone, like even last year, pointed the players. Old John Rom would have lost his shit. Like he was mummering to himself, but he kind of even kept his composure there. And I've made the analogy John Rahm, the golfer, reminds me of Peyton Manning, the quarterback. I, I mean, if we just want to keep it to golf in general, he's Dustin 2.0, but he's better than Dustin yeah, was at his age. Absolutely. He's a significantly better chipper and putter of the ball um, than Dustin ever was at that age. Ever. But my point being in that forever, I'm old enough to remember, Pat, and it was absurd when people said it. And they said it that Peyton Manning wouldn't win the big game. That he wouldn't win it. That he'd always run into his wall and he wouldn't win the big game. The moment a guy like that wins the big game, he can win it forever no matter what. And I believe that's exactly how it will turn. The second Rom wins it, it's over. Like, everyone will, like, there'll be nothing to hold him, to verbally um, hold him down with. And you'll believe in him forever. Do we think that this is the spot? I mean, I don't think I'm going to bet. I didn't bet Tiger last year at 10 to 1. I doubt I'm going to bet him again this year at 10 to 1. But it does seem like Tiger can just peak for these events. 
I mean, obviously he won last time around and he played well at the match play before that. And then he went on like a four month nosedive and all of a sudden he just rebounds again. Tiger's great. He's the, still the best iron player on earth. Yeah. He knows this course well enough that he can figure out the driving. You think you'd bet Tiger? I can't. It's too, too short. It's too short. And I just get so much enjoyment out of it anyway. I tend. The one thing you have to remember he is, about I am, this course is that driving distance does play a substantial key in success here. And you're always going to have those outlier years. We've seen two of them in the past decade or so. We had Willett's win and Zach Johnson's win. Where what? Where low, the, weather, where the yeah. weather picked up and a completely different style of... Zach Johnson won the Masters without going for the green in two yeah. on any hole. Like, that's... The opposite but of how you're supposed to. But we get a pristine week, and it's Dustin Brooks, Rom, yes. JT chasing the 8-16 under. So the difference is, when you have like your Molinari's compete and that type of player who aren't necessarily bombers, you do want to lean towards the players that are still really good off the tee, despite the fact that they're not long hitters. Like someone like Webb Simpson, he can do well at the Masters. I just don't know if he has the complete game off the tee, because he's not really super accurate, and he's not long. And I just don't think he can win here unless the weather picks up. But Spieth is Spieth sort, is like but Spieth, a, but Spieth is in a completely different circumstance because he was one of the best drivers in the ball for three years. That's a difference, and he makes every putt at the Masters. I, you, also, you also have to factor that in. I am smitten. Like everything inside me is is giddy when I think about Tiger and twenty twenty. Um, for for all the reasons you said to me, uh, we'll identify a spot later in the season we think could be the moment, at least from an odds perspective. But I am, you mentioned, yes, he won the Masters, and it literally felt like it took every, like, it was almost like he retired for three months, even though he was playing. Like, he was just enjoying everything that that brought, and the new major schedule added some confusion. But I look at Tiger and how good he's been and how good he continues to be, Pat. And then I think about him having a better understanding of how he can practice and the new swing that he has brought to glory. Every day he gets more familiar with it. I don't, it's not over, man. Like, it's not over. I, I agree. It's, it's all, I mean, like, he just won yeah, in Japan. He's literally arguably, like, can make the case the best player in the world still. It's like freaky, but it's happening. And we get to watch it, and it's 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 amazing. Of those top end guys, I don't know if I would bet Rom at twelve because I think that number falls back to earth. It's just like I think that Bryson number at thirty. I think that falls because people don't like to bet Bryson to begin with, and he may have some struggles. Yeah, with, he may have some with struggles. His new body but type, he's also but but he'll get it together. And this is a place where people who understand this course historically will end up doing well at this course. And, I mean, everyone kind of forgets that Bryson was winning the Masters after two rounds last year, if we recall. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, he was. He was. We, I think, believe he was winning after At round one. At least the first round, and then he would have been right there, and he kind of just fell off. Yeah, he just went away. But, like... Yeah, the a, number's got to get bigger. As, a, as an amateur, he was good at the Masters. In his first pro debut, he was good at the Masters. And, like, and, and we'll get a better number than 30. And guess who lets Bryson come along with him for a February practice round? Mr. Tiger Woods. Exactly. Let, is that like a Bridgestone commercial? I, I have no idea, have but they have a thing where Tiger's like, I'm not giving. Now, we could now be at the point, Pat, where I don't really want to get into it now. We could almost have to add a new layer to Tiger. Like, I might have to throw a 4.0 back um, into this. Um, 
But this current version of Tiger, he might not like just be down for trade secrets anymore with like really good young players. He might have like thought that a couple years ago. Like this, I got, you know, but I don't know. He might cancel these practice rounds because he's like, it's over. Like it's his now. Spieth is still overvalued at 20 to one. He will always be overvalued here. He has the thing. Is that, I, is that sort of like Justin Rose is 16 to one? Like I would like Rose if he was 25 to one. Does that mean we should get into like the, the middle tier guys? Cause we've seen, I mean, Tiger won as a favorite, one of the top three favorites in the field last year but before that you had reed and sergio came from that like 45 to 1 to 55 to 1 range and you got some names in there this time around like time's running out for kuchar time's running out for stenson reed and sergio are both in that mix willett's won before woodland is in that mix louis in that mix paul casey leishman uh casey's 40 to 1 he's up with like bubba and molinari and finau and those guys you think it needs to be higher no, I think that's a fine number, but I would prefer him to be 55. Yeah. Like, I don't think that he's a markably better bet than Gary Woodland, who's 10 points more, you get 10 points more with. Listen, there's a lot to ingest here, but you are bang on about something. It is criminal that Justin Thomas shares a number with Fowler and Spieth. It seems strange. It's not right. It? It's not right. Is it, Justin... is, it, is it because Thomas didn't play this last year? Did Just, he play the Masters? No, he did play the Masters last year. Give me, th- but he was hurt. Yeah, give me three names for Player of the Year. It's it's Rom, Rory, Justin. That that would be me. Other people can like the, the big alphas, but I mean, Just, Justin Thomas probably would have been Player of the Year last year if he didn't get hurt. It took him six yeah. months to figure out his game again. Then he was unstoppable. Yeah. So yeah, it's true. He was peppering. He couldn't putt for anything for like as he was getting it back. Um, that's a number that could get lower. I agree. If you want to bet Justin Thomas, I would say bet him now. Well, that number is still 20. Justin Thomas isn't getting to 25 to 1. No, but he can get to 10. Might you miss a 22? You'll you'll suck it up and get over it. But yes, he could get to that. He could. When he has that little run of golf, that's just as likely as Rom's run of golf in the last little bit. He goes there. I'm not going to bet him at this tournament, although I think that he's pretty live. Cantlay at 30 to 1 is also someone whose number only gets worse. I have. Because he'll win somewhere in february and then people love cantley so much that he'll be 18 to 1 and then rose will be like 28 i am an owner of a 40 to 1 it's not from last we, we had uh, summer 80 to 1 last year i know and he had the lead for like four seconds right yeah. and on then Sunday. he hit it on at the top on 16 it didn't I, I roll down couldn't then he bogeyed the putt launched yeah he hit the eagle on 15 and then, like, for a moment, it meant, like, I don't know, maybe all these guys get nervous. Well, yeah, I, Tiger Woods. As I recall, because I also did the each way with him, but you have the top eight. He fell way. out of it. He fell out. He, he was stumbled, ninth. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> DJ guys started churning, and even Xander, too. And Bubba. Everyone forgets Bubba. For, I forget. Bubba made, I like, forget. a little. He was, I like, forget. I think it was, like, him and Day were a part of, like, a group in between Cantley and all of the leaders, and they just started going ham. Coming down the street. So I own the Cantley ticket. I'm excited for it. It's, it's 40 to 1. So I've, I have the Ron Parlay and Cantley, and uh, I'll save you my third as we get down. Well, I don't – you mentioned I've done this before, but I think it's a terrible idea, so I'm never doing it again. Like the parlaying the jet spread with a golfer. Like the golfers are – you're taking a thing that's even money or worse, and you're like, oh, I want to bet John Rahm at 12 to 1. He's still fucking 12 to 1. Why would you add an element of risk into it? I don't understand that. Okay. I'll just explain it how... It's just because you're greedy. Yes. That's the only difference. I'm... It, it is a terrible idea for a... Okay, these guys that, like, need a count... I don't... Okay, that's that would come out wrong. Because <laughs> I don't want to, like, dislike 
every cent matters like better. But I decided I'm going to hammer the New York Jets. I decided that. So I have X amount of dollars going in on the Jets already. Like, But, but you're taking away from both your Jets money or the potential upside of your Masters money. Like if the Jets lose, your Masters bets don't mean anything. Okay. If the Jets win, it's you would one- just prefer the money then. See, because you're uh, still going to get the guy at eighteen to one. See, I disagree. The Jets lose; it's just part of the big Jets bet that I made. The money I'm going to win on the Jets will make me forget about the chip I left on the table to put on Rom. I, I honestly think that's a terrible strategy when it comes to gambling. Yeah, smart people would say that because they are like, <sighs> the money is more valuable in your account. It's why futures bets aren't great. I bets. agree, but I'm going to do this anyway because you want to. Because I want to. So okay. I'm going to identify, get to the time of year where this is one of my favorite football games of, like, the month. This is time I'm going to put it there. And, if again, if the Jets lose that, like, ROM jet parlay, just mentally, because I'm only trying to satisfy my mental midget self. Mentally, that money is just part of the Jets' loss, not this, like, master's thing. And the Jets win. I'm so happy with that heavy piece I won. I don't care about the tip out that I made onto the masters to get John Rom at 38 to 1. And I will say it's worked in my favor in the past because remember we had Jags money line. Now, plus I had Jags money line against the Steelers in the game before the NC Championship game two years. Yeah, ago. I did. They got the speed. You and up. I had speed, no, so it juiced up speed it's from not smart. ten to one to thirty to one, and I was able to cash that bet out once he joined the lead okay. with Fowler and Reed, and they ended up coming in yes. second. Listen, I, it's a dumb move, and I don't do it. I used to do it like an idiot, like we're betting. I'm just trying. We're betting the Valspar, and I'm parlaying it with like a two. I'm betting a guy like with like a Tuesday MLB game. That's bad because I wouldn't bet that baseball game anyway. I'm only betting it to juice the golfer. That football game, I'm betting. Like I'm betting it, and I'm betting it hard, like regardless. But the thing is, people get so thrown out of wax, like oh, Brooks Koepka eight to one. Now, yes, it's probably undervalued at eight to one because he doesn't have a one in eight chance of winning the Masters. It's a bad odd, but everything is bad odds especially when it comes to golf. Like, why Why do you feel the need to juice Brooks up with extra? Winning the golf tournament is hard enough to begin with. Eight to one's fine on your money. I remember Marenzi always pointed this out to me. Just like people get so... He's fr- a better, yeah. But he gets pe- people get so freaked out. It's like, oh, he moved from 16 to one to 14 to one. Uh, that's like, not... Two points doesn't change. It's like two points, but it's like... Oh, but it's still fucking 14 to one. Yeah. Everything else you bet is even money, basically. So just remember that when you're trying to make it even crazier. I agree. It's a pure greed move. 100%. But I don't like laying that number. And I was just like, that thing's about to crater. I need something on it. PGA Championship. Well, I'm not done. I have one more Masters bet. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, 125 to 1. Danny Willard. From the MGM Grand. I'm moving this week, Pat. My wife's like, do you have all your, like, things? Your important, like, forgetting the boxes. Like, do you have your possessions? And your children. Sure. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, possessions. I'm like, yes. Just make sure to secure the Willet ticket. Uh, yeah, 125 to 1 at the MGM when I was there. Um, I guess it was October. Uh, that's been 50 or 60. He won the BMW players, took down ROM. He won Abu Dhabi last year. When we hugged it out in Canada, he went on a great run. Am I like a fanboy? Yes. Is it? Am I as confident as I was four years ago, even though he has a green jacket now? No, I am not. But something I have noticed. You pray for weather. Willard has a better chance of winning the other three majors than he does the Masters. Probably, probably, probably. And I'm there, actually, on the, on the U.S. one um, at 150. But 
the number is cratered down to 50 yeah. in a lot of places. And I want to say, I have noticed something with Danny Willett as someone that like tracks him and his odds. You guys are Twitter pals. On a week-to-week basis, when he's in a full-field event, he's in those like 30 and 40s. Like, like the books respect him on a week-to-week basis. Big picture, Danny Willett, the, wool, the books do not give a shit about. And one of my favorite things of 2019, besides Tiger winning the Masters, was Willett becoming like a Good real again. golfer again. Yeah. Like, there were some real, real lows. Like, oh, my God. But he's a guy that shows up. He flirts. You see his name on, like, the first two pages. And it makes me happy. And I love that he's just a guy. And maybe he can make the Ryder Cup. Do we think that he, that Sergio has a Willet revival in him? Like, the, it just seemed like winning the Masters, like, destroyed their careers. And then they can rebound. Maybe it's time for Sergio to get back on. I'm also really interested in Tommy Fleetwood this year, too. Tommy Fleetwood, everyone's over Tommy Fleetwood now. Why, because there's cool other people? Well, it's just that he's, he's been, it's not that he's playing significantly worse, but he's not getting a lot of these. Before he joined the tour and played in all these marquee events, he was popping up with wins over in Abu Dhabi and stuff like that. He's he not winning those. He hasn't won he those just, ones No, he just won something. Did he? Two weeks, he won something. Was like it a good two one? Two weeks ago. Was it a good tournament or was it just like, eh, tournament? Like, the tournaments that Willett is now winning were the ones that Tommy Fleetwood was winning. Was this the one in South Africa? That's not, like, a real event. Come on. Anyway. It, it was just, a big field. It seems like that the steam is off of Tommy Fleetwood at this point. I agree, and I think he's a guy, if you like a U.S. Open number, blindly bet it. I'm still that Brooks sand save oh, I late remember. in the day, and then Willett on 18 missing, like, of such a... I mean, he missed a 35-foot putt. When he was already tied for the best round in U.S. Open history. No, that wasn't on 18. It was way shorter than that. What? His long putt on 18? Who are we talking about? Fleetwood. It was like eight feet. No, it wasn't. Yes, it no, was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Tim even makes fun of him for it still. Because he shot a 63 on Sunday yeah, at the U.S. Open? Yeah, but he didn't make the short one. I don't recall it being that short. Guaranteed. Maybe it was 16 feet. No. 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 Inside 10 feet. Okay. So do, do we discount the 40-footers that he, he was won making? He won in then? Dubai, man. Did he really? Or, uh, da, 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 da. He just won something big. Right. It doesn't matter. We move on. It was in, uh, it's, uh, yeah, sorry, you're right. And you're just sitting here looking at your phone now. Pocketing the largest ever check on the European tour. He won the Ned Bank. Oh, yeah, in South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? He, he chased down uh, Steven Stamkos, Marquis Kienholt. Oh, well then. Yeah. <laughs> big win. <laughs> So, hey, that, maybe that's a sign, though. We're getting back to winning. Maybe. My whole point is that people aren't talking about Fleetwood the way that they were talking about him as, oh, he's definitely sure. winning a major. When we go to the Honda this year, I'm not going to be yelling, Tommy! Tommy! 60 to 1! Can you not blow Paul's fucking eardrum? Or everyone else listening? Now I have to go, like, audio edit that. Listen, I'm just here doing my thing. Fuck. You know what? Cut that out and just play the video. Of what? No, I'm not. How much fucking extra work do you want for me? This is the, you don't know how any of this works, and now you're putting it on me. You want to sit here and edit it? Don't put in the video. Oh, I'm sorry. trying to get stuff done for a holiday season. Now you're trying to create extra work for me. Thanks. And I'm getting appreciate it. And I'm getting the hell out of town, so we got to do no, this. No, you need to come in. You need to come in on the weekend and edit this stuff. Provide me with the video. Provide me with all the stuff. You can go through the show, clip the stuff out. Uh, it's not that bur- sound like bur- fun? it's not burly. What's the program? Burly. That was before you. 
Paul, when you were in school, I'll, I'll lend him my fob so he can get in on yeah. the weekend. <laughs> Come in on the weekend when we're not here. Actually, we'll probably be here anyway. Thanks. You also killed the audio audio for the listeners out there. Now they're going to leave me one star reviews that that guy yells all the time. They do that anyway. Because you yell all the time. PGA Championship in May coming up after the Masters, the defending champion is Brooks Kepka, but this time it is at TPC Harding Park site of the 2009 President's Cup, the 2015 match play event, which Rory beat Woodland in the finals. Willett and Furick actually played in the semifinal match that year, or the uh, in the semis, they played for third place that season. 7,160 yards, par 72. I don't know what sort of alterations they're going to make to the course, but if people don't know, it's in San Francisco, and it is across the street from Olympic Club, where Webb Simpson won the UFs Open with Jim Furyk in second place. That was, that was his to use, and this is where the Victor Hovland thing comes in. Victor Hovland, like you pointed out to me, I'm going to tell you on this bet, we both just made it, 125-1 to 1 to win the PGA Championship. He is not currently in it, to the best of our knowledge, but if there's one that you can qualify for pretty easily, it's the PGA yeah. Championship. It would be a real stone-cold shocker yeah. to me if he didn't get in. Now, granted, last year when everyone was betting those like Cam Champ things like crazy people, no, it was like his road to the Masters is, is – there's no road. He's got to win a real tournament. You can't make that up. You the, can't win the Sanderson Farms. And, okay, hey, Cam Champ is in this Yes, year. yes, he is. And happy for him. Great – Great job. Hope he does fine. Um, but the thing about the PGA is there's it's really hard to fathom a road where Victor Hovland isn't qualifying for it. It's really Yeah, if he doesn't qualify, he wasn't gonna win the 125 to one anyway. Yeah. But the 125 to one that we found is like double yeah. where he is on a lot of sites. Yeah. So if you use the book that I primarily use, which I'm not allowed to say but people know what it is. Go there and find Victor Hovland. <laughs> yeah, 125 to 1. It's half at a lot of other sharper uh, British books yeah. uh, that I've seen, and I'll take my chances. He's in the field. He shows a speckle of, of life that people sort of anointed him, the guy, Fowler, who will win. Yeah, he'll, uh, be, he'll 40. be 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a great bet, and shout-out to um, Eric. Eric Patterson over at The Score, who's already done a major preview article, who's touted that as well, and they're still leaving it up. Eric and I are on another bet, too. We came to the, we found it independently, and I, yes. was, I was keeping it to myself for the show, but he put it out there, put it on blast. It still remains, though. We'll get to that in a little bit. The last time, like I said, it was Rory and Woodland in the finals. Does that tell you anything about the course, potentially? Considering Willett and Furick were the other two guys who have completely different style of mm -hmm. games. And as I joked with you, I remember Harding Park well, because the, the Casey Furick Elite Eight match sticks out in my mind, because I had to fight with people to watch it, because it was the same night as Pacquiao Mayweather, and these people who think because they paid money for a boxing fight for the first time in their life needed to watch two undercard matches. Of people they've never heard well, of. Yeah, exactly. Like, they had no, no, we're here for the fight. Let me watch what I need to watch. They're in San Francisco, and it's getting dark out. Primetime golf, too. Primetime major golf. Oh, oh how great. Chambers was Bay was the best. Pebble was great last year because you won all that yeah. money. Oh, that was good. This... PGA Championship, I, I, like I said, I don't know what the course conditions are going to be and how it's going to be set up, whether it will continue to play as a par 72 or not. But it does seem like with those three, four names, and maybe that's a poor sample to look at, and I'll, you know, by the time the, U of, the PGA Championship actually comes around, I'll have the full scope going into it. 
But guys off the tee who can also be accurate or where I would lean with that. Yeah, it's tough. Like, like we know Woodland. Woodland is the club down, shorter course accuracy type player. And that is not how he's thought of, but all of his success has come at shorter courses. Yes. And this course, like I said, par 72, under 7,200 yards. We've seen Rory win. He won at the Players. He won in Hamilton. He wins at Eastlake all the time. Those are all club down courses. Gary Woodland, set it up as hard as possible. That's what Gary needs, because if he's got a fresh little tight lie to chip up and down in, he's going to come right back to his feet. But if he's got a hosel that he's chipping out of greenside, it's getting to the, it's getting to the pin. Yeah. Victor Hovland, who we put in at 125 to 1, is one of those players. If you had to compare Hovland's game to anyone's game on tour, like we said that John Rahm is basically the young Dustin Johnson. Victor Hovland is the young who? Because I actually have someone that I think he compares uh, I want to really say well. like Scott and Hideki, but a much better putter. I would say Rory. That is, pr- like, I wasn't even allowing myself to go to that level no, of praise, not- but I'm not going to fight you on it. Like, I'm I, not fighting I don't it. know if Rom ever gets to be as good as Dustin has been over an extended period of time. I don't know if Hovland can ever be as good as Rory, but the things that they're good at, the one thing that Hovland doesn't have or that we haven't seen as of yet is the unconscious iron game that Rory just gets randomly. Like, he's... We can see him make putts. He's like an average putter. He has a fantastic short game, and he's probably the best driver of the ball almost ever. Rory is that good. Hovland is already an elite driver of the ball. Like, he's as good as Rom is off the tee. But we haven't seen him. Like, remember the Quail Hollow when it was super difficult and Rory just stuck everything to two feet and everyone else was, like, freaking out and having problems? Like, that gear for Hovland. And maybe it's going to take him years to get there. I don't know. But if it happens this year, he could win. Yeah, and again... There's a development curve with these guys that sometimes we like to forget and try to hope that guys don't have to go through it. Victor being being one of them. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to have some fun with it, though. So of the guys, I mean, the odds shift a little bit. The favorites at the PGA Championship, you have Brooks and Dustin, 8 and 9 to 1. Rory, 10. Tiger, at 12. Spieth is still 16. I don't know what the hell's going on they, there. When, the books, this, is, this was about, also when I yeah. lost that money to you, I had made a bet with Jeff that Spieth would be picked to the President's Cup team. Not because I thought he deserved to be on the team, but I thought that they would pick him because he's Jordan Spieth. And people forget that Jordan Spieth versus even Dustin and Brooks and not, not so much Ricky, but Spieth has actually won majors, so it's a bit different, but Finau, all these guys everyone wants to talk about and talk up, Spieth is still a poster child for your very average golf fan. Oh. God. And people forget about that. And when some of these odds come out, especially future odds right now, like no one sharp is betting Jordan Spieth okay. at 16 to one. So, but if my dad was in Vegas and was going to bet on the PGA championship, he'd be like, Oh man, 16 to one for Spieth. Rory's 10. Spieth's just as good as Rory. That would be his logic. He, behind, he, he is, which still, is untrue. Yeah. And cause he would not yeah. be good at this. He is part of a group of casual golf bettors that like, I would assume forever, Pat guys don't bet golf ever, but the masters they'll bet Phil and tiger, yes. even at like eight and 12 to one, they were happy to do it. I easily see Spieth as part of this uh, just blindly. Yeah, I'll bet him. The one thing, and and I guess you got to give the books credit because they're the books and that's why they win, (laughs) is a guy gets a smidge of momentum and they're there to like depress his odds. But you go on this like Jason Day or Jordan Spieth ice run and those things don't budge. Like I look like, can I get Day at the master? Like remember Day last year? I think he even got to 40. But, like, I don't know. 
Jason Day was supposed to win two of these things like five years ago. Stuff, everyone just, and it, we're guilty of it too. Yeah, the right? next the thing we're seeing is the greatest ever. The, like, and, and nothing will ever change. Yeah. It'll always be this way. And it, the, the worst part about this was, because I went, I was, I was on this big Justin Thomas kick towards the end of last year. The one week I did him, then it was the fucking week he won. <laughs> but like, we could see it coming. Mm-hmm. And the numbers were still just good enough. And by the time he won, the numbers had caught up to where they were going to be. But yeah, but sharp people see the stuff coming because the numbers are telling them this stuff. And the books don't want to get got by the guys yeah. who are actually betting on it. So that's a bummer. So the rest of the odds going through. Rose 16, Rom 18, Fowler 22, Day 25. Then you have like Molinari, Finau, Hideki, Fleetwood, this feels like a Fleetwood type of track. This does feel like a Molinari type of track at Harding Park. I can see that type of player doing well. And like you mentioned, Casey made the round of eight. He came fifth at Harding Park. He's 40 to one. This could be a Xander track. Xander's? That's super interesting. Harding Park. Zanding, Xander's, he's a West Coast guy, 33 to one. Hmm. I mean, it's not something I... I mean, you're worried he could win and, and get that number crunched, but... That would be my pick of that range. Xander and Fleetwood, I'm a sucker. Is there anyone deeper on this list? Because if you're going to play the good off the tee skill set, but with a modicum of accuracy, someone like... Adam w- Scott, 50? I mean, Adam, Adam Webb Simpson has one across the street. He won a major across the street. Webb Simpson is... He's 50 to 1. Yeah, and who put it? Nelson... Uh, Adcock? Adcock. You're gonna, he's going to cough in you for forgetting his name, pal. No, I didn't want to like pronounce it wrong. You just didn't want to say cock. I think that's what I was saying. I left it for you. Continue. He posted this, uh, like, strokes gain chart. And it just, I mean, it's no surprise. Webb feels like he finished second place for, like, eight weeks straight. Yeah. Uh, But his numbers are just unconscious. It is so amazing. And as as it was discussed at the draft, it was one of my, our more fun discussions, in my opinion, was, like, is there, like, this guy has to regress, right? Like, how can that, how can he maintain super elite ball? Everything. Everything. Well, I, I don't know. I don't want to bet it. Like I it, lost a lot. I had Furyk at that U.S. Open. Still bothers me. Shank the trees. Into the me. woods. But it, just to say that, like, Furyk ended up coming f- third. No, he came fourth. He lost to Willett in the third place match when it was at Harding Park last time. So some of the names that made the round of 16 and other group stages at Harding Park in 2016, or 2015, sorry. Rory ended up playing Hideki. I don't think they were pods then. They weren't. It was just head-to-head-to-head. So Rory, the one seed, played Hideki, the 16 seed, and Rory smoked him. Rory smoked everyone, except for Furyk. He beat him one up in the semifinals. Paul Casey, the 36 seed, beat Charles, the 37 seed. Furyk, at the time, the five seed, beat J.B. Holmes, who was the 12 seed. Louis, the 29 seed, beat Fowler, the 13 seed. Leishman, the 56 seed, beat Woodland, the 50 seed. John Sendin, the 60 seed, beat Hunter Mahan, the 31 seed. Brennan Grace, the here's where it gets interesting. Brennan Grace, the 38 seed, lost to the 54-ranked player in the field. Do you know who that player was? It's probably someone who's really good now who was ranked 54 then. I don't know. Tommy Fleetwood. Awesome. That, that this Before, is pre- yeah pre Fleetwood probably didn't have the hair yet yeah. who is this bloke uh, and then Willett beat Westwood in the other one so Willett play, Willett played Fleetwood in the round of eight are we so ball like good ball striking don't need to be super long but you have to keep the ball in the fairway and that's what all of these guys basically do 
Even Rory, like Rory will have bad accuracy numbers at a bomber's course, but you get him to tighten it up and he hits every fairway. He doesn't need to hit driver. That's why, like, the guy that really stuck out to me as a potential winner of this event, and his odds haven't seemingly decreased whatsoever. Stenson? Stenson's 66 to 1. Yeah. Stenson, Scott at 50. Scott's not going to win. 50. Scott's not going to win. Scott can't ma- literally make enough putts to win. I know. I don't bet Scott, but there's almost a moment every tournament he competes in where it's like, oh my God, Scott's going to win. win. <laughs> and then, like, he misses a three footer. Like, like, put it this way. Here's how, here's how, even after a win at the Hero, Stenson has the same odds as Sergio, Phil, and Colin Morikawa. That's that's wrong. And the Morikawa thing speaks to why you should be betting Hoagland. Yeah. Because he's in the field and he's 66, but we are like 94% certain Hoagland doesn't need to do much to get in the field. And then when he, you said it already, 40, but that, that shows you exactly what we're talking about. We also need Tim to get off. We need him to disavow. Look what it did for Cameron Champ. Cameron, well, Cam- do you know what we need Cam- Hovland to Cameron do? Cameron Champ won an event. Tim called him the breakout player of the year. Then he gave up on him. And what happened? Cameron Champ won again. Do you want to know the fastest way to Tim Bailing on Victor Hovland? We need to get him big fired up for Robert McIntyre. No, we need. He's a big oh, I fa- love that He's guy. a big fat yeah. lefty like Cust. He has a brick <laughs> shithouse like Cust. But and I, he's also a lefty. I was going to say, you want to get Tim off of Hovland? Just make sure Victor moves some sand on TV in a couple weeks. Somewhere. Or wear shorts to an event. <laughs> uh, I've got to throw this out there. I'm not Tim. But I saw that event where they let the guys wear shorts somewhere in Europe. I, I, it was in South Africa. Isn't that the one that Tommy Fleetwood won? Maybe. It doesn't. It feels so wrong. I get that it feels it wrong. Just, it, it looks jarring, but you give it like six weeks and no one cares exactly. anymore. It, exactly. It's like Nike's now doing the MLB jerseys and they put a swoosh on the chest. I'm sure Tim is going to go nuts. But like three games, by like the fourth game of the season, I won't even notice it anymore. Remember how outraged he was when they put the like uh, corporate logos on the NBA jersey? He was like, Tim, one, you don't even watch the NBA. I don't get why you care about this. Like it was this is ruining the tradition of the game. And then like, has anyone brought that up over the past two years? Ever? No, is the answer. Who who cares? Uh, I mentioned him at the Masters thing with that Casey. Seems to be the one guy sitting firm on the exact same number. He was in the final eight, lost to Furek. Great. He's, yeah, he's 40. Uh, he does a lot of things that are right. And Woodland at 50 is interesting. But is, is Gary Woodland someone you can see with two major victories? I just can't. I don't know. You seem to be high on his potential. Reg- or like, I mean, obviously he's peaked. Like it doesn't get better I, than what he's I, done. I but you're, you're, you're doubting his ability to what? Win another major or just win in 2020? He can win in 2020 for sure. He reminds me a lot of Molinari from two years ago. I know they're completely different players, but like they, everything seemed to go wrong for them for so long. Different things like it's not like Woodland's a good putter. No, remember Gary no. Woodland was always the guy on DraftKings. Yeah. You'd be sweating with a six foot putt. Like, I, yeah. Oh, good, like good God, yeah. just just make this to make we the are, cut, Gary. We're literally watching that Pebble Cut Sweat Friday, and those two putts that go in, I'm like. You're almost just begging they're not three pots. Yeah. And they go in the freaking hole. So oh my God, then that- other, other than that, there is one guy who's also at 125 to one to win the PGA championship. Same odds as Victor Hovland and is actually in the field. Danny Willett? Sung J.M. <sighs> Sung Jay hits all the fairways. Sung Jay's got a complete game, man. When we do that draft, if that show hasn't come out yet, I take Sung Jay because I think Sung Jay's going to be good. <laughs> 
I I don't mind that, and he's the type of guy, Pat. I have I I mean, he plays every week. So it, if he wins a a Shezer event, like that's uh, very likely because yeah, he he's wins Colonial it up. or something. But if this guy wants to like big boy party out of the gate, I'm not shocked one bit. Not one bit. I wouldn't flinch. I don't mind that at all. And other guys from down the list who kind of fit the skill set, but just probably aren't very good. Shez Revy at 200 to one just seems wrong. Doesn't it? Like he hits every fairway. He's good with the irons. He can make a few putts. Kevin Nott, 175 to one. Like those two are better than Charles Howell, who's 100 to one. Yeah, they shouldn't have the same odds as Barnrat. Yeah. Like, that's just not right at all. I don't think that they're – I'm not going to bet it because I don't think they're going to win. The only other guy with the similar skill set that I can see who's above 100 to 1 is Rafa, 125. Same odds as Luke List. But, you know, have fun with that. Um, but the problem is if Rafa gets into a bunker, he's toast. <laughs> as we saw when we had money on him to win the uh, to win Bay Hill and Molinari Storm because he made uh, every 50-foot putt. Yeah, right. We done with the PGA Championship? I think I'm going to bet that Stenson at 66. I'm going to bet that right now as we speak. Let's take a quick break because I need to tell you, like most of us have found out the hard way. Getting into debt? Easy. Getting out? Hard. Especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, there's now Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score and offers the smartest interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. For me, I mean, I carried a ton of credit card debt for ages, and it was just milking me. So if that had happened when Upstart was around, I probably could have consolidated that over, and it would have been a lot better for me. So if that's you out there right now, I suggest Upstart.com, because Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just a credit score. They believe in you, and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check out your rate in just a few minutes. And the best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day! Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off their credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash mayo to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash mayo, M-A-Y-O. Back to the show. U.S. Open. This will be the sixth U.S. Open at Winged Foot. Is you, the spacing the same as last year? I don't know. Cause we, the, and we have the Olympics. The Olympics right? are this year, yeah. I, I don't actually know how it works. Sanjay's going to win that gold and, and avoid the military. That'd be huge. You just have to medal at the Olympics. You don't need to win gold. So if he, uh, he needs to get Siwoo as his partner. I feel so bad for Siwoo. Yeah, they're not giving the players. The, as, the play, they will not, knock out the players' win as getting him out of his military service. So he has one more year to do it. Listen, they are not fucking around. You might have no idea what I'm about to say, Pat, but they're not letting these like K-pop superstars out of the military <laughs> service. They're like biggest. If, if they win a Grammy, do they get to? They go are out? like the biggest. I, I know nothing about it other than they're a sensation. 
these Korean K-pop bands, and they, the government publicly announced a couple weeks ago these kids have no free pass. They're the fam- most famous people in the country. No free pass. Well, it's better. It's better for your military program to put those sorts of people in it. So then other people who like don't want to do are like, well, fuck. How am I going to get out of this? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> then you just don't kick up a stink. Uh, so that's just the uh, the reality. Ben Ann is probably in the mix with that too. He that's, must be, yeah, it's or coming. he's already done it. Not a chance. Or hat? No way. So the U.S. Open is June 18th this year. So it's in New York. We can actually go to this, potentially. It's close enough to us that we could go if we ever wanted to go to one of these. Although I think Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits might be a more fun one. But And we know a lot of people in Minnesota. Uh, that's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They were in they were in Hazeltine, right? That's where they were. Which I've played. Yeah. Very nice course. Thanks, Moose. You birdied 18. I birdied 16. Oh. The one along the water. Birdied that. Video. That was a fire iron. It was a fire <laughs> iron. Yeah, I was still like 20 <laughs> feet away. I just got lucky with the putt. Um, Wingfoot. Can you fill us in on what happened last time? Last time at Wingfoot. Dustin Johnson. No. Give give just... 2006. A fill into a tent? Fill into oh, a tent. Oh, yeah. Okay, second <laughs> guess. It had to be one of the two. Yeah, wow. <laughs> fill into the tent. Who, who got the victory from that? Jeff Ogilvy. The other previous champion, 1984. Before that, Fuzzy Zuller won at four fill under. Do you know what the winning score was? With, I'm going to hire It's on your sheet if you look, but you're not looking, so that's good. Yeah. Jeff Ogilvy won with a score of what? Even it's a it's a real cussed number. He would really appreciate it if this was the number again at the U.S. Open. I don't know that cussed would correlate to numbers. Plus five, that's a real cussed winning score at the U.S. Open. Oh sure, plus five. Furick, Phil, and Monty were plus six. Pat- I heard Phil put it into the tent to protect the field. You did, yeah. Had to hit it out of a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patty was plus seven, and he was yeah. in fifth. What tiger finish? I don't know. I don't know if Tiger finished. Plus five? Come on, Tiger. <laughs> Come on. Let's see. I can look that up for you as we get go along. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't know how this course is going to set up. Not a clue. To be perfectly this, honest. This we, time of year? June, June, late June in New York State? It's gross. It's humid and it's muggy. A little more shorts. It's disgusting. And who knows how the USGA is going to set it up? Like, they've taken so much. They're so incompetent. They just, they try to, like... They try too hard. Yeah, what happens. they try too hard. 2006, Tiger, cut. Hey, happens to the best of us. Uh, of the 2000s, Tiger missed two cuts at majors. This one and the 2009 Open Can Championship. Can I ask you a question? Oh, well, you know, when we get there on the odds board, I'll ask the question. Okay. You can ask it to me now because we're going to the odds boards. Well, I, I'm not really talking about the top, but why would Adam Scott be 33 to one here, but 50 at the PGA? No idea. I actually have no idea. Like that's it's the same guy. It's the same. Yeah, okay. This course is hard. Agree with that? Kind of suits him. I, I, I mean, I feel like this is a this is one of the historic U.S. Open courses, so you're not going to get a weird outlier like Aaron Hills or Chambers Bay. Although I'm still pro Chambers Bay. I really like Chambers Bay. I, I really like back. Chambers Bay. Everyone else in the world hates it besides you and I. I would love The greens it. don't look green. I would love it more. They had the, they had the train? Get lucky? Do you want to know? Yeah. It's a great event. Tiger silencing the train is by is all time, but it would think about how much I enjoy Chambers Bay. 
when you factor in um, when my wife came home from a friend's cottage, I was just dead on my floor because it was four minutes after the three putt and I was a dead fish. It took I was dead and we all lost. We all lost 18 holes of Dustin versus Jordan and the old rule at Chambers. You guys would have that pacing box uh, made bigger for me at work on that Monday. I recall that pacing box. That was, that was a nice touch. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I think it started at Oakmont and he won. So it was a great, great touch. So I'm glad you brought that up. So when we think about U.S. Open courses historically, like Pebble Beach is a historic U.S. Open course. But we know that a lot of whether the score is really high or really low is predicated on the weather. Like if it's super windy at Pebble, it plays incredibly difficult. We didn't get that this time around. But when we talk about Oakmont or Winged Foot in these types of places, they're just going to play hard. They know how to set it up to make it play hard. It's not like Aaron Hills where Aaron Hills is defenseless if there's no win, which it was. And we didn't get any win. Chambers Bay, I think the winning score was minus five. That's a fine score. That's A great score. I believe that's what Dustin won at Oakmont with was minus five. Fuzzy Zeller, when he won here in 1984, he won at minus four. Like, if it's going to be that sort of thing, that's... Where a Danny Willett, I think, comes into play. If we look at the overall odds here, like the grinder type, if Brennan Grace was still good, I'd bet on Brennan Grace type of thing. Brooks is the favorite this time around. And I think that, I mean, he's the king of the U.S. Open. So it's hard to really go against Brooks at any of these things. But he's 8-1. to DJ and Rory are both 9-1. to Tiger is 14-1. to Cantlay, Rom, both 20. Justin Thomas, 22, along with Spieth. Fowler and Rose, 25. Shifley, Bryson, Scott, Molinari, Hideki, Fleetwood, Jason Day, all 33. A couple things. Fleetwood at 33. He's U.S. A, Open. Got to do it. U.S. Open, auto If it's Fleetwood. not like under 25 and you're at least getting something in there for you, you got to do it. Now, I'm not really worried that it will Xander. drop. Xander, 28. Like him. I, I, I like all those. I could pepper my whole card in that range. Even Bryson by the time we get there. Um, on the top, a couple things really stick out to me, Pat. Mainly um, the respect they're giving Patrick Cantlay here. I wonder why. I think it's because he's... Because set- it's so hard and he really doesn't putt for bogey ever. It's really just birdie and par putts. Well, that's probably the Adam Scott thing as well. If you want to talk about why his odds are down versus other places, I do think that ball striking and deep straight driving... bogey avoidance? Not necessarily like- bogey avoidance because, I mean, Scott can five putt anyway. You five putt with the best of them, Jeff. But off the tee... Like, if we say that Harding Park appears, at least on paper, to be a course where accuracy means more than distance, we know U.S. Open courses require both. That's why Dustin was always the favorite. But now we have a whole bunch of guys who can do that. I mean, this And whole- Scott, Scott is one of the guys that can do that. Cantlay is one of the guys that can do that. Imagine betting Jordan Spieth a 22-1 to to win a U.S. Open. I wouldn't do it. But there are no odds that don't make sense for Spieth because people will bet him anyways. But he could win this because he might make 85, 80-foot putts. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might. His, his He'll wife, chip in three times. His wife might be pregnant, and he's got, he's got another uh, soul to sell to the devil for a fresh sack of magic beans. Jesus. If, Listen. If, we're going, I don't if know, we're going to talk about... I don't know what he gave the devil at the Open. What sort of side conversation they made to save his ass? Because it's never happened since. So, again, he was still a good driver, and 
iron Amazing. player at that And point. even after the crazy, uh, he stuck it the par three to like four feet and daggered my heart. Yes. Anyway. And he made bogey on that hole. Can, <gasps> I, can I fucking finish? We're almost an hour in. I love it. I'll go three. Yeah, I got things. I know, but I got to edit. Yeah, I know. I, I just I, get to get up and leave. You I have go. to get it. You get to get up and walk out the door. I have to stay around. <laughs> Sorry. And fucking finish the shows. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The type of guys that you're seeing with odds increased here, and not just based on name value, clearly there's like a skill level uh, and skill set they're looking for for this. And if accuracy is going to be that key, maybe Sungjae doesn't hit it long enough. But like Neiman at 100 to 1. I don't know if he has the putting prowess to really get this done or if this is too big of a moment for him this early, but Willett is still 150 to 1 at this event. And you've sort of said, I mean, here's the other part of it. I looked when we did Harding Park. Do you know what he was there? Uh, no. 80. Yeah. But why is he 150 here? I, I got to get on this one. I think it's because he has the course history at Harding. Like he made it, oh he came God. third they at Harding Park. They actually looked at that, eh? They, they probably yeah, did. They I mean, did, I just yeah. hit Wikipedia and it popped up. So, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess they did. But, but, but yeah, Danny Willett can win a, a three under golf tournament. Yeah, for sure. And at 150 to one. There is one other guy there, too. Someone else who could definitely win a three-under golf tournament. Louis Eusthazen? Or because it's a, the I mean, U.S. The Open. The U.S. just, just cross no. him off the list. But I don't mind it. Why is Hatton 125-1, to one, but Graham McDowell is 80-1? to one? I, like, they, Hat, Hatton's good. Yeah, they haven't accounted for the risk. But I you, I mean, you mentioned these... Go- he was a name that popped up to me when you were sort of mentioning like, the... Um, I would hope by the, the end... tough as nails. I would hope by the end of June, the wrist is okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'll, I'll say this. I bet him last year at the U S open and the British open, because I believed pound for pound, he might be the best links player in the world. You can come back at me and say, Feinberg, the Alfred Dunhill links don't play like no open championship. What? I don't believe that for a second, <laughs> but I, I'm a, I'm a Hatton guy. And I hope, I hope it isn't a, um, a long, a long wrist injury. Leishman at 66. I don't know if Leishman's ever going to get it done. He might like, he has the game. The, I mean, math, the master seems to be his best bet. Yeah, yeah. They've always said that, too. Like, uh, he does well at Bay Hill. Those fast greens have always sort of been his key. Maybe, maybe we should bet him for a President's Cup. Although that'll be... Paul Casey. I mean, it's already happened, and he made yeah. a point. Uh, Mike Weir inside the top 10 at the U.S. Open that year. Yeah. Stricker inside the top 10. Now, of course, guys didn't really bomb it. Like, VJ was probably your best tee to green guy back then. He was seventh. Um, but like Harrington's a yeah. TD Green guy, but keeps it accurate. He was fifth. So guys are around. Yeah. Casey and Webb are 50. Oh, Casey's 50 at this one? Yeah. That's interesting. Right? I would still prefer Fleetwood at 33. Oh, my God. How about, uh, yeah, Phil going for the, the glory? <laughs> is Phil even in? Yeah, I see a 55. <laughs> no, I- is, has Phil qualified for the U.S. Open? How, how does he, that work? He has now? qualified for the U.S. Why? Because he made the right. What, what's his qualification for winning Pebble last year? I think so. I'm assuming he's here. I'm just. Is he in? I don't know. I don't know if he's in or not. I assume he's in. And if he's not in, they'll let him be in. Poulter at 100 because yeah. New York won't let him win. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. they just cross no. him off. But I've, I've already joked. The Find, find the. 
Thursday or the Friday head-to-head with Poulter, just bet against him. I've, I'll just throw this in there. I, we've joked about it before. My dream is Europe gives him the captaincy of, I think it's the 2024 Ryder Cup. Yeah, in New York. In New York. Yeah, let's You've go. got to give Ian that. He's he's earned the right to go back there as a captain and, and flip his own birds. I love it. So the last one, we'll get to it right now, unless you have any final U.S. Open thoughts. Um, not... Not really. I, I guess Fino's just got to win before we put any money on him in any of these, right? I put money on him at the hero. He was seven over after the first round. Then they he, shot a seven. Th- th- then he was the lowest man in the field from the second round on. And he sucks you right back in <laughs> yeah, again. That's what he does. But he, guess where Fino won't be? The Tournament of Champions. That's true. Eventually, one day, he'll <laughs> one get in day, there. One day, Tony! Open Championship. The Open Championship this year... Falls. Let's see. Wing Force. Why are they just showing me U.S. Open type stuff? Anyway, it's in July. <laughs> so when is the Olympics? August. U.S. or uh, British Open this year, July sixteenth to nineteenth, Royal St George's Golf Club in Kent, England. A course you may remember from Goldfinger. <laughs> That's where Bond played Goldfinger in the book. So that's his course. It's also site of one of your favorite tournaments of all time, OB Dustin. Darren Clark won the 2011 Open Championship over Phil and Dustin. Dustin had his chance, and he put the ball out of bounds. Darren Clark slayed Dustin. Don't worry, so is Ted Potter Jr. <laughs> you need to be good if Dustin's going to beat you, apparently. <laughs> So it's 7,204 yards par 70. This will be the 15th time Kent England at Royal St. George's has played host to the Open Championship. Darren Clark won at minus five in 2011. Dustin and Phil were both two under in second place. Tiger Woods did not play that year. So take that. He didn't miss the cut. He just didn't play. 2003, the year before that. Do you know who won in 2003 at this course? No. Ben Curtis. Minus one over Bjorn and VJ. Tiger was two shots back, tied with Davis Love. This is the one that I wanted to get to. This you mentioned uh, Eric Patterson pointed it out. I caught it already, too. I'm in on it. Stop. I'm not going to spoil it. But the names you have said have almost like opened the door For to thinking anyone. like, I can bet anyone. Yeah. This I is- can bet anyone. This is the most wide open, and the odds have accounted for this. I also think it's the best tournament outside of the Masters. This one plays the most to Tiger's favor. 25 to 1 is the number they're hanging for Tiger right now. I'm in. I'm a sucker. Call me a sucker. I want to bet. It's the only tournament all year you're going to get to bet Tiger 25 to 1. And this one should fit him pretty well. Iron Wizard. Darren Clark has won here. I, you don't need to sell it anymore. Do you, do you think you need to smoke SIGs in order to win at this course? Maybe that's how he won. I, you got I, to see the win. Bet Cole Sartz or Spencer Levine if he can qualify. You brought it up to me independently. Eric brought it up to me independently. You are both in my circle of trust, and it doesn't take more than a quick glance to realize, yeah, Royal Royal St. George's for Tiger Woods, it fits everything he does. Now, it's the open championship. You can get into the high grass, and it's just over. Yeah. But I'm... I, you or can, you can hit well, it out of bounds yeah. and come in second. You, you know, Rory's day one. Like, it just... 
happens, but I'm I'm here for that. So the odds. Hopefully Tiger doesn't win the Masters, so he shuts his body yeah. down for for the season again. The odds overall: Brooks and Rory are the co-favorites at eleven to one. DJ is fourteen. Rom is sixteen. This, if you're gonna bite on any of the short Rom numbers, I also like this for Rom as well. We've just seen he's destroyed links every single time he's played them. Uh, Rose eighteen. Fleetwood is twenty two for this one. So you're getting a British home cooking here if you want to bet Tommy. I'm not going to lie. I would like him at the PGA and the... You've mentioned the Harding Park. I I like like Tommy at the other two better as well. I don't know why he's losing 11 points because it's in England and he's English. To me, that would make it so much harder. Yeah, like Stenson is 33 in this one. He's 66 at the US Open. And of course, that probably suits him better. Well, he's won uh, an open pass. Yeah, at a different course. I believe in a different... Did he win a Karnowski? Was it Lytham? I don't know where he was. No, him and, it was him and Phil. Phil. The, the Troon. Was it like yeah, the it battle? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't a different country. But either way. Uh, JT25, I know he's sort of acknowledged he's never really had, he's got some real ugly open track Just, records. When you, when you look at the odds for this one, where you saw a couple of favorites, a couple of guys in the teens, and then a bunch of people like 40 and beyond, everyone's kind of less than 50 to 1. And I think that Darren Clark and Ben Curtis being the past two champions here, the books are trying to limit themselves because they know this can come out of nowhere. So if we're going to go to an out-of-nowhere type player, Sungjae is 100-1 to 1 to win this. Like, why can't Sungjae win? Okay, I see what you're... Yeah, the books have depressed. Like, they've depressed yeah. everyone's odds except for a couple guys, and he's one of them that they haven't. Sungjae. Sungjae, 100-1. to 1. I find that interesting. What about... Michel Lorenzo Vera, who's been really good on the Euro Tour. He's 150 to 1. He's a legitimate player. Like he could technically. Yeah, the make books the, don't care. The, he, he could make the Ryder Cup team this year. He could. Yeah, there are some spots there that are in play, and it's a fun group of guys that are going to um to battle for it. I don't know. You're... This could also be where Lee Westwood gets his win. I would old cry. old dudes would, can win I at would this cry. course. I would cry. I'd be so happy. I would. I would be. I don't so even know if he's happy. in the field. I assume he is, but who knows? I think he is. Did he? He was he top ten at the British Open last year? I feel like he was, but he lingered for a bit because he's got the same odds as players that would suggest he's in the field. Patrick Reed sixty six. I don't know. I mean, Patrick Reed at any number over fifty at any tournament is usually a good bet because he wins more yeah. than that. Um, I hate. I think I've said his name a lot, but we're not in America. Louis at fifty. Yeah. Casey again at fifty. Yeah. I'm not moving your needle. Uh, Finau sixty six. I know it's hard, but doesn't he play well in these things always? Finau, you bet him top ten. Yeah, fair enough. Tony, I really thought I was dumb enough. To think that losing but playing with Tiger in the Masters on Sunday was going to what narrative? That, like, what, that, that's real narrative street right oh, there, yeah, big time. But I'm like the effect we all thought it would have on Molinari happened. Like he kind of just yeah, he tanked, tanked, and the year just kind of guttered. I thought like it would be the complete opposite of Finau that he would just sort of have a pre. The moment would have brought in just a bit of a a lifting off point experiencing it but obviously a dead wrong i i don't i don't know here how tong 100 like doesn't feel high enough no they've depressed anyone i want to say like robert mcintyre's 100 to 1 wait till cuss gets on him 
It's not going to be good. Phil's 100. Rafa 80. Did you say Rafa? I did not. That's too low for Rafa. Like, that's, I'd, I'd want him at 100. There's nothing good happening here. Sergio 55. Sergio, I mean, Sergio generally plays well at British Open. I'm just, like, reading names here. Lowry, defending champ, 45, no chance. I don't mean that in a bad way. How did Xander do last year? I know we had the crying baby down the stretch a couple years ago. He was in it. He's, like, holding in that, like, 28 to 33 at every single one of these. If, okay, well, guys, we, I mean, you just want to say more names? I'm, I'm just, I'm not getting a reaction out of you, and I don't feel for any of them. Yeah, neither do it's I. It's hard. Adam Scott, Now I'm, I know I'm just saying names, but. I'll just continue Listen, to say names. I bet Tiger Woods. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> we, we bet Tiger Woods. There's no one else. <laughs> I'll bet on Sungjae. I do one. agree you said it, that that this would probably suit This is the most Ra- open. But Rom could, like, he always seems to go over there and play well, although he blows at opens U.S. or British. You fear the blow up. He, he was, like, third at the U.S. Open this year, wasn't he? At Pebble? I don't remember. I was Gary Wan and Brooks, Brooks was second. second. I think and who else was teeing off like, late? It was like Shez and Rom. Remember Rory. Shez and Rory? Wasn't it like Harding? Or that was the Masters. That was the Masters. Like Harding. Harding's in the Masters because of the because he came top ten. Yeah, awesome. He made every putt on Sunday. So that is the majors. Do you want to talk about Player of the Year? I'll quickly do something before Player of the Year. Because they have these. Oh, they're all bad ripoffs. But uh, specials. I don't want to talk about any of these stupid specials. Like any time major wins, they're all bad bets. Okay, I'm just going to make a bold comment. It's minus 350, but you guys think I'm going to make a bold statement here. This is how bold my statement's going to be. It's a minus 350 wager in the real world. But guess what? I predict Brooks Kepka doesn't win a major in 2020. <gasps> crazy i'm like one of seven people alive well, i mean he, he won once he won the u.s open or the pga championship last year i heard he could never lose again never i like brooks i kind of love uh, <laughs> love the guy just as much as we love what patrick reed brings to the game i love it it's a tv show we sit here every week we talk about it it's great it is amazing Brooks getting to a podium and just being angry that people now like Justin Rom, uh, Justin Thomas and John Rom is is what I'm waiting for in 2020. Well, you have to just whoever hurts their wrist in like February or March, just bet on that guy once he comes back for the rest oh, of the year. Right, two in a row. Yeah. Brooks did it two years ago. JT did it last year. Just bet on that guy. Hatton him four months too early with his wrist injury. Maybe he's the guy to target then. The the broken wrist narrative for Ty Hatton. Ryder Cup. Is the last thing I want to go my, to. My, maybe my favorite player of the year. We've talked about player of the year. I'm not going to bet on player of the year. No, we're not betting on it. But listen, we got to pick one. Last year, you picked Bryson. I picked Rom. We were both wrong. I'm good, gonna, good picks. I'm going to go. Yeah, I think they had a total of zero PGA wins. Yes. I got a team win. Then Rom win the team win. He had a team win, and I got a Saudi Arabia win. <laughs> um, I'm going back to I feel I was a year early. I, it would be Rom or JT, because I feel like picking G- Rory is hard. I'll take I'm JT. Sorry. In a world where I'm just going to try to not be fan, like just not pick Rory, I yeah, so I'll pick Rom. You pick JT. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Justin Thomas. He was my first pick in that draft uh, that we did too. So Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup is in Wisconsin. It's at Whistling Straits. Steve Stricker, the captain. I just assumed yeah. he was the captain. If it's yeah. going to be in Wisconsin, Mister. People Wh- were triggered Mr. about Wisconsin. that. Why he? He is the least accomplished American captain He's ever. He's fucking Wisconsin. I'm just telling you, people were mad. Not not us. People didn't like it. 
man, golf fans are some of the worst. He, he did not win weird... a big enough tournament to represent us. Who cares? Um, we know who the major players on the team are going to be. And so a couple guys will like bubba their way onto the team. Could be Bubba himself. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But like for the course that it is, it favors the Americans so much. Because it's so, it's a bomber's course. Yeah. Like even Fina, like Fina's first like break onto the scene major was here in the PGA championship when Jason Day won. It was that type of year. Just but you want bombers, you want ball strikers. Uh when it was the major play there before that, it was Dustin, Bubba, and Keimer as the final three. So I would expect the U.S. to be significant favorites in this, unless the Europeans go off the wall a little bit. What, take Thomas Peters? Take Thomas Peters (laughs) or Victor Hovland. Nicholas Coltsertz. But the Euros, if the Americans had done that strategy, they would have won the last Ryder Cup in France. But they didn't. They just took... Bomb and gouge yeah. type guys and who just were not suited and, to play well in, at that course in France. And even in the, I know, like, like... Are you trying to win or do you want to please your buddy by putting him on the team? And I watched, I was like one of the small handful of people that watched like the year out press conference with Padrig and Stricker. And it was discussed that there is so much power over the event is in the hands of the host team to set and, it up. And how it is set up. Where, how, where it's played, how it is set up. You look at the other roster and say, we are going to make it hell for them. And that's exactly what happened. And and you're not wrong. I mean, people talked about that place in France, the Club National, like for a year out saying there's a specific team that's needed here and they don't seem to be bringing it. And we said it when we did the Ryder Cup show that they would have been better off bringing Kevin Kisner and that type, that type, like just having Kevin but who Kisner. who else? Kevin Kisner wasn't winning them the cup. If you took off Kisner. Then, but like Bryson wasn't a good fit for that course. Get him out of there. Get Tony Finau out of there. Phil should not have been on the team. Yeah. But, Tiger was exhausted. He was just dead. Yeah. But like, I know it would never have happened, but honestly putting Scott Brown and Kevin Kisner, those were the, <laughs> but those were the type of players, like that skill set is what would have done. Furick would have done well there. Stricker would have done well there. You need to hit the ball 240. Gary Woodland, club down, iron in. Yeah, that type of guy. So this time around, the the Euros, if the one thing, if you look at all of Ryder Cup history, the Euros are just far better strategically than the U.S. is. The U.S. is always more talented. They're always going to have the better players from top to bottom on that roster. The team depth is always going to be more significant. But the Euros understand they play better as a team for one thing they play more amateur team golf also yeah like a team concept of golf isn't completely foreign to them like it seems to be with every single american player and they do strategize like when they think about their teams they actually think about the team and who plays well together what skill set goes into it so i wouldn't be stunned that if hovland has a good year he's on the team i don't think that's bold at this point there's a lot like if it came down to it and you're thinking about this course if it was the american team per se and it came down to Matthew Fitzpatrick and Victor Hovland. The American team would take Matthew Fitzpatrick because he has Ryder Cup experience. you got to get him in there. I think the Euros will look at him and be like, Hovland fits this course. We'll take Hovland, all things being equal. Who? Just remind, the staples on Europe will be Rory, Rom, Rose, Stenson. Rory, Rom, Rose, Stenson, Fleetwood, Molinari. 
So that's one, uh, two, three, six. four, five, six. We'll forget someone's yelling a name at the TV that we've just. My, my iPad ran out of juice, so I can't even look it up. Uh, someone's like yelling so you at got us. Sergio, Rafa. No, we got to do better. Vic, Fitz, Norin. Casey can now play. Casey will be on the team. Right? They don't make P- him. Poulter still lingers. Sir, I don't put Sergio in the lot category anymore. No, he is on that next because list. Because he even got in, he got his respect appearance last time. He was a captain's pick and he wasn't playing well. And they I gave, believe he played well, though. Yes, but I'm saying they gave him the spot. Like he got his lifetime achievement appearance. I don't know if they have two of them in there for him. Hatton, one of the French guys who've been playing really well. Yeah, we got whether it be Perez, whether it be I think Robert McIntyre, if he has Listen, a breakout year, I'm putting Hatton, Willett, Wallace, Willett, Wallace, yeah, Fitz. Like well, this is the back end fighting for that we're going to be talking. I, about. I don't here. know if Molinari is a lock to. Mi- I agree, Poulter. Do we got to put his name I, I, down? I put him in. Molinari is probably a lock to be a captain's pick at worst, just based on him winning the Open, being One, the best player at the Ryder two, Cup last time. Three, whether he qualifies for the team or not, he's probably on it. That's what you're looking at right now. I mean, Thorbjorn was on the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone who comes in hot. Yeah. Just zipper up. Kleinholt. Now you're thinking of uh, the other guy. No, old Thorbjorn. Now you're thinking of the other guy. No, it was Thorbjorn who took his dick out on an airplane. I thought it was the other guy. Who's the other guy? Who's the other Danish guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Thor- oh, so so speaking of that, though, then there's uh, Ship, your guard... White Wiesberger could be on the. He's oh, yeah, we, a crazy run. Yeah, he could have world points up the ass by now too. So yeah, you put Wiesberger on the team. Wiesberger doesn't fit that course like one bit. But then you have Detry, you have Peters, who both fit the team pretty well. Peters fits this course really well. Paul, sorry, now I gotta know. So it was Olsen that pulled his dick out, or it was Beargard? I believe it was Olsen. Olsen. That makes Olsen. more sense. Is that true, or is that a, no? Is that a, happened, and he's he's like been to court for it. Because okay. you, you told me about that, Pat, and I was just like, Beargard seems way too handsome to do something. Thorborn <laughs> Olsen. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think we've named every Ernest. No, I don't think we're there yet. Like what, Guido? Yeah, put Guido and Ernest on I the love team. Guido, he is handsome. Handsome fella. Yeah. He could be the new Camillo Vajegas. He could be the new Adam Scott. Camillo is pretty sexy, too. Yeah. He just didn't have the profile of Adam Scott. I think that's everybody, unless we're for Lowry. Lowry's got to oh, get yeah. respect. World points up the ass. I would not take Lowry. I wouldn't me. either, but he's going to have, if he wins again with the points. Yeah. He could keep someone. He's also a big. I mean, all of his wins. Big, match are him big up. wins. Yeah. Yeah. Match him up against a super elite. He'll, he's not going to bulk. He's got Bridgestone. He's got the the big one over in Saudi Arabia, and he has an Open Championship. It's pretty good. Poulter might be the the man on the outside, unless they give him like he was playing well going into it last time, so it wasn't hard to put him on the team. But if he comes in and shit for him, you think they'll pick Poulter? He doesn't. His game is just the Not this opposite course. of everything. But a lot of these guys' games, is, the European game is opposite. They that's don't. What, that's why I'm saying, like, Vic, Willett to an extent, Lowry to an extent, actually would kind of fit the course a little bit better. And Peters, man. If Peters can actually, like, play well, I can see him getting on this team if they go with that strategy. And you know who hits it? Bobby Mack hits it. That? Vic and Bobby Mack. Let's go. 
their their road is is world points. Yeah, but Rom crushes everyone in world points right now. Yeah, Rory's probably got all the world points too. And Weisberger. And Will it? Will it? I think won, those are the will four. it won the PGA over there, so he's got my. Nah, those are double world points. And hopefully his brother stays home. <laughs> Gave him no chance last time. I think that'll do it. Anything else you want to say about the upcoming season? No, I, I'm. I think, and maybe it's just easy. I could say this every year. This is the best place to me. This game has ever been. On so many levels, like Tiger at a super elite status with the guys who we've like love already, and like our 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 crop of guys like Rom who are about to really take this game over. And then you have the Wolf, Morikawa, oh, Hovland. Every year, it's like you're Neiman, fa- you're, him. yeah, you're a fan of other sports. Well, guess what they do every year? They have drafts, and you, you we get to go Gaga over those top ten picks. Well, these guys come every year. And guys are getting kicked off that we've forgotten about a long time ago. Yeah, instead of Bill Haas, there's now Scotty Scheffler. It's exciting. It is so much fun. It is, it's in such a great place. And you could say what you want. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But there's nothing. Like, we have real-life bad guys in golf. That's great. It's well, amazing. That, that, well, I mean, most guys in golf are probably bad guys. They're probably assholes that you probably yeah. didn't like in real life. Yeah, and half of you, if you saw how they went into the voting booth, you'd probably hate them anyway. Half of them? Are you kidding me? I'd say that there's No, a, I mean half the public. Oh, half the public, yeah. Like, if you knew who they voted for. Oh, yeah, for sure. If, if people... Oh, that's the... Oh. If, if, what, Trump at the Ryder Cup? We did a show where I, I forgot... No, never mind. What, you're going to talk about Trump at the President's Cup? Yeah, I was going to make a Trump President's Cup comment, but that's... Uh, you watched that two weeks ago. Yes, I'm sure he had great. I'm sure things. he had lots to tweet. I, I'm sure he had great things to say about everyone, unless they lost. <laughs> then they're losers. But he does love golf, yeah. and golfers love Mr. Trump because he saves them taxes. <laughs> Bets. Let's round this out. What do we kind of come to a consensus with? For me, Masters, I have none. No Masters wagers for me as of right now. But you like that that Justin Thomas? Justin Thomas at twenty is something I'm interested in, but I, we'll see. The other ones I feel better about. PGA Championship, Victor Hovland, who's not in yet. I have at 125 to 1 with a top five each way. I also just bet Stenson at 66 to 1. So those are two that I'm in on. At the U.S. Open from Wingfoot, I have just bet Fleetwood 33 and Willett 150. I had Casey. I didn't bet him yet, but I'm going to cross him off. Oh. You got, yeah, you don't oh, need to write. Yeah, I don't need to can, go crazy about Paul That Casey. one can percolate. Because he's got to win in North America for probably that to change. He did win the KLM Open. And he wins the Valspar every hey, year now. And listen, Pebbles early. He lost to Phil there last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying he won't. That's on the list. But the two that I actually have bet, Fleetwood 33, Will at 150. British Open from Royal St. George's. Tiger Woods, 25 to 1. Sung J.M., 100 to 1. And those are my future wagers for the majors this year. We'll have more by the time the uh, oh, yeah. the actual majors come around. As I said to you before we recorded, I am very fortunate that yesterday, I'm just going to, I'm not dating it, but yesterday in the NFL was very kind to me where it's a perfect result to do the day before I'm about to just pound golf futures. Because <laughs> you have a bad day. It would have gone a lot worse. So quickly for me, uh, the bets I've been in on, I've put my master's one out there. Uh, Rom, I did something exotic. Wouldn't really advise it. 38 to 1. 
Uh, I do like that Justin Thomas thing, though. I, I could run to bank. And if I had a five-star NFL game coming up, it could do what I did. As dumb as it is. Cantley 40, uh, part of uh, the consortium that was touting that last, I want to say, summer. And will it 125? I'm just beholden to it. The odds were double what my book had when I was in Vegas, so I made it. I've got the Hovland PGA and the Tiger US, uh, British Open. I haven't touched anything on the U.S. Open. Okay. But uh, we'll see. You mentioned you're betting Willett at 150, 150. at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I'm going to bet that. Yeah, that, I'll play it with the each way, too. I don't care Party if I don't park. get, the, I don't care if I don't get the over. places. Uh, I, like you, have a lot of um, Paul Casey percolating in my head. No, the Willett 150 at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Wingfoot. Sorry, I'm just saying, like, for all, like, Casey kind of attracts me because I'm so in love with his game, but you got a stomach betting him and know what will come with he that. He has a stomach watching him. And I will 100% have money on Tommy Fleetwood to win a U.S. Open. I mean, that's like an evergreen at this point. Yeah, yeah. If it's over 30, it's in. And, and it is 33 to 1. Yeah. All right. um, am I worried it gets higher? Yeah. If he wins, it would. If he won the Honda, yeah. it would. I mean, every single one of these bets get higher, Pat, if Rory and John Rahm and these and Justin Thomas have amazing starts to the season, too. Yeah, you, it will... yeah, by the time the U.S. Open comes around, you might be able to get Fleetwood at 50. That's true. But... I'd be fine with 33. I'd bet him at 33 anyway. So I'll bet him at 50 if he drops to 50 by the time it comes around then. But that'll do it. The Pat Mayo Experience. Intro to the 2020 golf season major preview. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at gfeinberg17. You can follow Pat Mayo on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the PME. Become a member at fantasynational.com right now if you have any interest in playing daily fantasy golf, betting on golf, following golf and statistics, every tool you need to prepare yourself to make the best informed decisions, fantasynational.com. Go figure that out today. And if you want to get into a draw for 75 DraftKings dollars, what you do is subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, leave a five-star review DraftKings handle. You let the people out there know, the, the random searchers out there, why they should be watching and listening to this golf show for the season. And if you want to get into a drive for 20 DK bucks, smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle, tell me who's going to win the Masters. All right? Thanks for sitting with us. Really appreciate it. Let's get excited for some golf. Share the show around, too, while you're out there. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!